0: Now the East Cork town of Youghal is aiming to install a famous schooner with historic links to the town and they want to install it as a permanent tourist attraction. Tasked with purchasing the ship is the Youghal Business Alliance Group which has established a cross-community committee. And joining me with further details is John Kelly. Good morning to you John. Good morning, Patricia. Thanks and, for having me. Well, good to talk to you. Now, the schooner is called Kathleen and May. I suppose, tell me a little bit about the history of this sailing ship. I believe it was built uh, in the early 1900s.
1: Yeah, built in 1900 and launched. Um, would have been built over in uh, Bristol and in, in Bideford area. Um, I suppose it's a 3 masted wooden schooner. Um, well known here in you in particular, um, because it was afterwards it was purchased within about eight years afterwards, 1908, by the Flemings of you who were a well-known um, uh, coal trading family. They had a number of ships, including the Nelly Fleming, which was lost in the Great Storm of 1936. But the Kathleen in May—it's the last remaining uh, British-built wooden hull, three-masted topsail schooner. You know, it's a very, very unique vessel. Um, it would have been a regular, I suppose, plying its trade to Arklow. It would have been seen as far down as uh, Crosshaven, Courtnack, Sherry, Townsend. Um It even brought it even brought China clay in 1943 in the middle of the war um, to Crosshaven for Carrigline pottery. And it has the unique thing of actually we've often heard about taking coal to Newcastle. Well, it actually brought Irish coal. To England in 1953, first time, first time ever, you know. So it's it's a unique vessel, Um it's an incredible, uh, I suppose, operation to try and uh, try and do. We're at, at the very early stages of it. I wouldn't be speaking to you today. Only the wind has caught the sails. Um, in the fact that the All Fishermen's Cooperative uh, would have done a presentation to, to us of uh, of uh, the donated the cheque to us there recently, which caught. Uh, the attend- yeah, it was, was a, it was a, it was a,
0: it was a thousand yeah. euro, which was which, and and it shows the fishing community see the importance of the historical side of a boat like this. And when when would it have stopped as a working cargo ship? What sort of era are we talking about there? without that have been back in the sixties and seventies? Uh,
1: as a as a working cargo ship, you know, it's hard to believe that sail was still you know working trading up up to the up to the late 50s so okay. that's what you are talking about but right. it would have had an auxiliary engine fitted back around uh, um 1931 32 that auxiliary uh, uh engine that that saved it really in february 1936 in that awful storm because um uh, it that auxiliary engine brought it part of the way it wasn't just sale because the nelly fleming was lost, you know which was its sister ship you know it yeah. continued to trade during the 19, 1939, it was still trading, armed with a Lewis machine gun and a and a, and a rifle, and it was still coming across um, uh, the Bristol Channel, say, uh, you, you know, and serving yawl. But it has always been regarded as a you boat because when it was renamed uh, in 1908, the Kathleen and May, you know, they were two daughters of Martin J. Fleming of you you know, and it has retained that name. It has retained that name uh, ever since. Like, oh, I like the a idea huge that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I like the idea yeah. of it being named after after the two daughters. And I know I was reading, I think it was in the late 1990s, uh, it was fully restored.
1: Yeah, it was fully restored by Phil Clark o- o- over in England. I mean, they cut, took it apart completely and rebuilt everything. So it's in a very, very, very good condition and... It made a number of trips to y'all there in the late 90s, definitely here 2001. Last trip was 2008, and it's for sale over in the UK at the moment. Um, now, there's a huge amount of planning, logistics and costs involved. Um, as a committee, we're going to be applying for funding from various agencies and private companies, you know. But it was a huge boost for the y'all fishermen's co-op to come on board. because we'll give a donation, you know, yeah.
0: And when you the say it's for sale, winged. when you say it's for sale, how much is the asking price, John? Or is there well, an asking price? We,
1: we, we, without going into specifics, we're yeah. looking at a ballpark figure of between two and two and a half million would be the costs involved so you know uh, quite a lot of work involved to raise that money but we're confident you know that we're going to get all out and behind it and with with grants
0: and with grants and stuff um, um, as well so if in the morning you you miraculously came up with the money and you were able to buy the the ship talk to me about the plans that you foresee for this ship long term
1: well I suppose great work has been done here in you to be fair uh, Cork County Council has done great work you know the Greenway um, is under construction, probably to open uh, sometime in 24. The promenade uh, or the, the boardwalk has been done out to Red Barn. Clock 8 has been renewed. But we see a blank space sitting down there in the market dock, which would mm-hmm. revitalise that area? It would revitalise the town centre. So the plan is um, that it would be uh, permanently anchored, permanent location down at the market dock. And we expect that it could attract between 50,000 to 100,000. Uh, people here, and it would definitely fit in with uh, the plan to revitalize the town centre, you know, and bring on the whole bring on the whole area. And um, like when you come across, you, you can see there is that vacant spot, you know. I mean, when you consider this is where Moby Dick was made, people say, yeah. talk about it. American tourists when they're here, you know, there is that connection with Moby Dick as well, and the era of tall ships, you know. And I was on it myself back in the early eighties when it was docked and sent. Catherine's dock there in london i saw it afterwards again in brest when it was part of the tall ships race but it's an iconic ship and um you, you know as i said at one time i think it was about 100 ships out of y'all and uh if you go through the lights register and you see the ones that were lost you know it's you know it's really something that uh it would be great to have, to have yeah, in, you know, and is
0: it after that? You know, enormous uh, restoration that went on in in the late nineteen nineties. Is it in very good nick? It's uh, in good.
1: It's in good nick. Yeah, it's yeah. in good nick. We we have a a list of everything say that that is required. You know, but I suppose the important thing is that everyday people are rowing in behind the project and people are volunteering services and helping out. Now we are preparing a business plan at the moment, okay. and um, it will be. Uh, wrong to get into any more specifics on on that, but um, there will be a time that we will be launching it, and uh, maybe at that stage uh, it would be opportune if I could have a few minutes to talk to you again. Great, um, yeah, at the moment, yeah. we have a Kathleen, Kathleen and me. Facebook page. Okay. Um, so, um, but as I say, it's an exciting project, and it would be great to see it, uh, you know, coming coming back to the town and revitalising town do, and bringing visitor numbers into. Town. And
0: I think it would be a massive tourist attraction. I mean, anywhere you go where you see these old ships, I mean, they're quite spectacular. The craftsmanship on them, and for people to get the opportunity to go on board and walk around them, is is it's a fantastic tourist attraction.
1: Absolutely, you know, and it's great to see people running behind. I know Councillor Mary Lynn Han Foley from Car County Council is is behind us. Other uh, people are behind us as as well. And like you know, the whole area up as far as Tallow, uh, like the Kathleen and May went under the bridge at Camp Fair, went up as far as Coolbarky, uh, filled up with pit props, uh, would have gathered pit props at Villiers Town as well. So there is that connection, mm. not alone just with the Blackwater, but with the whole South Coast. Uh, with the whole south coast of Ireland you know yeah and, yeah. Um,
0: and but here. C- you know, does anybody know what happened to the two daughters to Kathleen and May did they stay in the hmm. area
1: no I'm afraid
0: I don't have the answer no there. I wonder if we exactly. might look into that and find out what happened to them the Flemings like, yeah
1: the, the, the Flemings even had a brickworks at one stage here in town you know you um, know uh, so there
0: was a number of brickworks here as well you know So they were successful business people basically Okay Very successful Alright listen keep, yeah. us, keep us up to date on this I think it's a really really exciting project and well done to everybody and I love the idea that it's a cross community uh, committee you know you've got the business you've got the heritage the nautical interest it's great that everybody is coming together I think this is going to be a really really big success story for uh, you all uh, keep us um, posted on that John and as always thanks uh, for joining us on the programme I will
1: indeed Patricia and, and it is Great to see everybody coming on board. It is so fantastic. Buddies, you know, do. Fantastic. Thanks okay, for thanks, thanks
0: for that. And people can check out the, the Kathleen and May Facebook page uh, to keep updated. But thanks to uh, John Kelly.